Hi, I'm James Longster, and thanks for joining another Travis Smith Tech Spotlight. As always, Tech Spotlight will be bringing you short and snappy updates on tech and data issues. So in this edition, to mark Software Freedom Day 2020, I want to talk about open source software. For those not in the know, open source software is software that is made available under a license, where the licensee effectively has the right to use the software for any purpose they want. Now, open source software often gets a pretty unfair write-up in legal circles, and this is mainly down to lawyers looking for red flags on M&A transactions, where they've been terrified by what are commonly referred to as copyleft licenses being used by software businesses. These copyleft licenses contain a provision which can, in certain circumstances, for want of a better term, infect the proprietary source code of the licensee. This can then effectively require the proprietary code of the licensee to be made available on the same terms as the relevant copyleft license, which could ultimately have an effect on value in an M&A sense. Now, I'm not for a second saying that there aren't potential issues around restrictive open source licenses like the GPL suite of licenses for software houses and those who invest in them. But to focus purely on this aspect is to do a huge disservice to open source software and the community that builds and supports it. And that is because open source software is a good thing and it should generally be viewed as a force for improvement. Open source helps developers throughout the world on a daily basis. It gives them codes, they don't have to continually recreate the wheel and there's certainly plenty of it out there. A black duck analysis a couple of years ago found that there were well over 500 billion lines of open source code available and that will have only gone up in uh, the recent years. Open source also fosters a sense of continual improvement, allowing individuals to share best practice, learn from each other and solve problems far quicker than if they were working on their own. And this is ultimately at the core of the idea of open source and indeed why copyleft as an alternative to the traditional closed source code model was created. And when you combine all of this with the fact that open source is nearly always made available for free, you can see why it's such an important part of the developer community. And for those of you out there who might be thinking, well, that's all well and good, but it's basically just giving away proprietary information, you'd do well to know that IBM bought Red Hat in 2019 for roughly $34 billion. And in the previous year, I was part of a Travis Smith team that helped to sell the SUSE open source business from Microfocus for roughly 2.5 billion US dollars. As lawyers, we need to look beyond the copyleft issues and see the positives and value that open source can deliver for our clients. So what should you be doing if you want to use open source in your business? Well, if you're a software house, then you need to be absolutely sure you understand the implications of using open source code. For example, permissive open source licenses don't have a copyleft issue, but regardless of that, businesses should have processes in place to regulate the use of open source code and its incorporation into their proprietary products. And if you just want to use open source software in your own internal systems, again, make sure you know what you're using. Whilst copyleft won't be an issue in the same way as for software businesses, you need to know what you're using, where it's being used and why it's being used so you can stay on top of updates and patches, which ordinarily might be managed by a software owner in a traditional software and support and maintenance arrangement. And whilst not part of our usual day job, Travis Smith is itself part of the open source community after making available our Matmail product on an open source basis under an open source license, which we wrote ourselves. If you have an unwieldy inbox, then I'd thoroughly recommend your organization gets in touch to try it out. 
So here's to the developers who spend their time and effort developing open source code, especially when it's not even part of their job, and the positive impact that open source has on businesses throughout the world. That's all from this edition of Tech Spotlight. I hope you can join us again soon.